Meridian Baldacci, Director of Strategy with Family Policy Alliance, and we are so glad you are here with us today. Uh, today, we have a great guest uh, with us who's going to join us from live action, which uh, if you're at all familiar with the pro-life movement, you're probably familiar with live action. We're really excited to have him on today. We're going to bring him on now. His name is AJ Hurley, and he's the Director of Activism for Live Action. So welcome, AJ. So excited to have you on the show. Hey, so good to be here. Thanks so much, Meridian, for having me. And it's it's a pleasure to, to be with you guys. We love Family Policy Council. And so we, uh, we're we just uh, super, super stoked to, uh, to to work with you guys. So, Well, we, we love what Live Action is doing, too. And I know we're going to get into that a little bit today. Um, but I know in your position, you know, we said you're director of activism. So you probably interact with people on all kinds who have all kinds of perspectives on the abortion issue. And I, I think it's become such a, a hot topic. I mean, it was it's, abortion's always been a hot topic, but abortion's become especially such a hot topic since Roe was overturned last summer. And uh, so I'd love to get your sense just just from your work of where Americans are really at on this issue right now. Yeah, good question. It's uh, I was at the overturning a row, and I think, you know, there's cultural moments we saw back during the Gosnell kind of trial a long time ago, when late term abortion was kind of in the forefront. Uh, we saw a negative kind of perspective with overall Americans in reference to abortion. And now with Roe being overturned, of course, you're going to see the opposite and people being outraged and just the collective outrage, I think, uh, can cause a, you know, an, an uptick in, in anti-abortion, or I'm sorry, abortion sentiment across the nation. I think a recent Gallup poll was like 55% of Americans uh, were now shown as pro-choice. So we have, a, we have work to do, I think. Um, but the beauty of when you actually show what's in the womb uh, is people change the mind about abortion. We can get into a lot of that. Live Action is doing great work to expose what uh, really this abortion is. And this issue is just so shrouded in euphemisms and lies and propaganda. And I think when people really understand and see the reality of what's in the womb. And, and ironically, that's something that uh, our opposition seeks to really prevent is mm -hmm. what the reality of what this issue really is, what abortion really is, and and the beauty of what's in the womb. I think uh, our, our research shows, <laughs> you know, not only the research that we've done, but then also anecdotal research of just showing people the beauty of what's in the womb uh, with a yeah. lot of our content. People change their minds. And so um, I'm, I'm encouraged, actually, <laughs> with a lot of this, what's going on. I'm actually encouraged and uh, about the future. And if I wasn't, man, I, I don't think I, I could do this every day. But when people really see what's in the womb, I, I think they, they change their minds on abortion. So we. So you, you really think that that's one of the big keys then is that people can, and I assume you mean visually, and I know we're going to talk a little bit about your baby Olivia project in a, in a minute here, but, but they can physically see what's in the womb, that that actually has the power to change hearts and minds. Is that kind of what I'm hearing? Sure. Yeah. Like, you know, there's an old saying that if wombs had windows, you know, this, this mm. would be, um, wouldn't be an issue anymore. And so I think, 
you know, there's a good deal of truth to that. When, when you see the reality and specifically the beauty of what's in the womb and not only that, but, but when you actually hear the stories of women who have been totally traumatized by abortion, um, they, America needs to hear those voices too. Um, there's a lot of people and who have just propagandized this, this whole issue on the other side from cultural leaders to, um, celebrities to there, there's just so many lies and it's just very unpopular to talk about abortion in the grim reality of what it is. And, uh, when people hear honest stories about that, it, it gives abortion the true face of, of what it really is, is, is it's just both devastating to the lives of children and, and then also, uh, to, to the women that, that have abortions. So, yeah, and and exposing not only sharing those stories, but exposing what is actually happening to women and what is actually happening to children in the womb is so much of what live action is and what what you all do. Um, a lot of our audience is probably familiar with live action, but for those who aren't, I'd actually love for you to just share a little bit of the origin story of live action, how this got started, when and where, because um, I think it's a really amazing and, and encouraging story. Yeah, totally. I love I love this question. Um, so. Lila Rose is our fearless leader. Lila um, started this organization actually in her parents' living room when she was 15 years old uh, back in 2003. So it's been, wow, I think wow, this is 20 years now, I guess, um, which is pretty amazing. Uh, now it's 2023. Wow. At 15 years old, she started this, uh, the live action in her living room with some friends just around the table, kitchen table, trying to figure out what, how can we expose what abortion is to the community, to, to my friends. And then uh, she never imagined how successful it would be. And in, in now live action is just what almost 2 billion all time views on our stuff. It's the largest digital pro-life, uh, movement in the country. Uh, but 2008, I think, is when we officially had a 501c3 and started live action. And Lila went uh, undercover at UCLA. So she she uh, attended UCLA uh, for her undergraduate and then started live action going undercover. As 18, she looked a lot younger and she would pose as like a 15-year-old, 16-year-old girl going undercover uh, exposing abortion uh, and the, the abortion industry, uh, Planned Parenthood specifically, and man, uh, from sex trafficking to underage sex trafficking to infanticide, I mean, really did incredible work exposing the the true face of, of abortion and how they will go at no lengths to make money and to exploit women. And so, yeah, it's been, it's an amazing journey. Uh, I, I recently joined not too long ago, so I, I, you know, can't speak authoritatively from a, from a historical perspective, but, um, yeah, that's kind of a little bit of how live action is, is started. And now, yeah, I think we're reaching upwards of a hundred million people per month with, uh, videos, of, of, you know, live actions, 
produced incredible content, um, interactive videos and uh, abortion stories and uh, live action exclusives, which is, is Lila's own podcast interviewing uh, personalities and Congress uh, politicians and uh, people who've had abortions. Uh, so yeah, live action has been at it for a long time and we, uh, we continue to, to create a, a culture of life and to really expose the, the grim reality of abortion. Well, that's so incredible. And I, I love a couple of things about that story in particular and why I wanted you to share it. One is I, I think right now it just in this post row world, um, we are, of course, seeing states that are, you know, these deep blue liberal pro-abortion states um, are passing just radical pro-abortion measures, even as a lot of the country is doing a lot of good pro-life work. And I, I think uh, for members of our audience who are stuck in a, in a state like a California or New York or other states like that around the country, um, they may be left wondering, you know, is, is there anything good that can come out of my state um, is there anything I can do? And I think that just this, the origin story of live action coming out of California from a 15-year-old girl yeah. is just such a testament um, to what the Lord can do um, with just one willing person, even in kind of a hostile environment. So I, I think that's an incredible story. And, and just to see what it's turned into now and the amazing work that you all are doing. I'd love to get into a little bit of that work, actually. Uh, we've been alluding to baby Olivia um, throughout throughout this conversation. Um I, I want to pause our conversation for just a second here and actually show our audience this video. Um, and, and, and then we'll, we'll come back and, and talk about it a little bit. So let's show them that video now. To watch live actions, baby Olivia video, click the link in the description. Okay. So AJ, tell us about this video. Tell us about um, how it came to be and how you all are using it to, to change hearts and minds now. Yeah, one thing I love about our videos is uh, we not only, uh, not only is it just, uh, in my opinion, <laughs> humble opinion, just amazing, uh, you know, state of the art type of um, technology to, to bring the reality and the beauty of, of uh, what's in the womb. But then also, um, you know, I think this is, this is, it's so important. So I, I just to give you a little bit of my background. So I came from California also, and I started actually as a respiratory therapist, never thinking I would work in a NICU or a PICU, the PICU, pediatric ICU. And um, I started my pro-life career, not, you know, outside on the streets, but actually in the halls of a hospital uh, and taking care of little children and putting little babies on the ventilator. And I'm looking at 21, 22, 23 uh, week old children that we're putting on these respirators in order to get them to survive, putting all our time and effort. I worked at UCLA Medical Center, putting all our time and effort into these little children. And then across the way uh, in the OBGYN, you know, and the um, OB floor, you know, they're literally dismembering children or at um, across the way in the abortion area of the hospital at 24 weeks. And now with California, as you spoke up to the day of birth, now that prop one is passed. And so um, what I love about the baby Olivia videos is they could see, you know, can now see what's in the womb. What I saw the privilege of seeing in the hospital every day that the average American has no ability to see. 
is the beauty and the majesty, the utter um, incredible gift that life is. And so the Baby Olivia video really captures, I think, the heart of that, the beauty of not only the, the scientific reality of life, but the beauty of it. And the other thing I wanted to kind of get to was the fact that in all of our content, we um, in, interrupt me if I'm talking too long here. <laughs> Sometimes I get a little long. No, you're good. Um, what we do, but, um, you know, like our, our baby Olivia video in, in general, in particular, um, leading some of the leading scientists, OBGYNs, medical personnel. I mean, we had uh, Michelle Critella from uh, the American College of uh, Pediatrics or Pediatricians review and really um, several uh, like leading leading bioethicists and and cell biologists and, and OBGYNs, uh, people from Charlotte Lozier Institute and some of the late nation's leading uh, medical institutions view all of this and, and have an integral uh, process of the actual um, construction of these videos to make sure everything was utterly scientifically accurate, but as well as, as totally beautiful and depicting the true reality of, of the beauty of life in the womb. So that's what one thing I love about the baby Olivia video. Um, and one thing that we are just announced and what just passed is uh, North Dakota. Not only I saw this, I, wa I wanted to ask you about this. So I'm so glad you're going there. This is this is yeah. amazing. North North Dakota actually passed a law, Senate uh, uh, House Bill 1265, uh, and it was nicknamed the Baby Olivia video. And uh, the Senator uh, Jane Murdahl she saw this vid video and she was just like, wow, everybody needs to see this video. And she actually passed a law that uh, basically mandates that uh, the preborn human development in the womb, a high definition, medically accurate video is shown in the school system so that, you know, developing people, yeah, developing people, uh, people, uh, you know, in our, our high schools, can uh should be mandated mandated to actually see what's in the womb and if the other side like planned parenthood is in the school systems and are you know educating them on and providing access to abortion we're not going to show the beauty of what's in the womb and so this is one thing that is just uh, north dakota man you guys are leading the way in in this uh but wonderful legislation that uh, that accurately depicts what's in the womb, and now every child, every um, you know student is going to to see this. So, well, that's just just outstanding, and I mean, anyone can see why. I, I, I'm so glad you shared your personal story too, because I think that's really powerful. Sure. That here you are in one wing of the hospital trying to save a baby who's 21, 22, 23, 24 weeks old. And on the other end of the hospital, uh, people are dismembering a baby of that exact same age. Um, that's that's shocking, but really, um, I, I think I think with something like baby Olivia, people can see this is the, this is the kind of baby we're talking about. This is the age we're talking about. Um, so I think there's something really powerful there. 
I think yeah. something we don't talk about, or we in the pro-life movement maybe talk about, but the, the greater public is, isn't aware enough of, um, is that a lot of abortions actually are not um, are not late-term surgical abortions. You know, certainly there are these radical laws that are uh, allowing those to take place, and that's tragic. But a lot of abortions, especially these days, are chemical abortions, um, yeah. and that's actually you know it's it's a woman just takes two two pills and. Uh, one one kills her baby, one expels it, um, and people people don't realize this. I know this is something that you all have been really educating around and pushing back on, though. Um, so, can you talk a little bit about those efforts? Yeah, totally. Uh, well, first of all, I think you know when you see the baby Olivia video, you know you can see the beauty of what's in the womb even from its early stages, right? So, part of that is just educating people. Hey, most women don't know if you've missed your first period, your, your baby's heart is already beating. And, and so they're totally mis, misinformed and miseducated. So I think part of the, the you know, obviously the gruesome, gruesome nature of late-term abortion is nobody likes to talk about late-term abortion. And so this is why these abortion pills have become so popular because, oh, it's a pill. It's not a surgery. I'm not, you know, uh, doing the barbaric action of pulling arms and legs off. It's somehow believed to be more humane if we just starve a child to death uh, in, the, in the womb by chemicals. And so um, I think one, th there's a few things that I think is, needs to be done to, to really uh, do work in this area. One, obviously, to show the beauty of life uh, in the womb, even from its earliest stages. Wh one thing that's so beautiful is at the moment of conception that the, this magical thing, the spark, literally, uh, literally and they, they've caught this on film, there's a spark that happens at the moment of conception. And we Christians know that because, you know, um, Jesus says he's the light of the world and, you know, he brings light into, uh, shines light out of darkness. So it's kind of cool, this parallels between the beginning of, of um, the existence of uh, the universe and the beauty and the beginning of, of um, this explosion of light in the beginning of the universe and explosion of life in the beginning of life um, and it, how really what the science of embryology really parallels what the biblical story is for us Christians. But I think the showing the beauty of, of the baby, even in its earliest uh, stages is, is what needs to be seen. But then uh, what's been intro instrumental, I think is, showing um, these women who've had chemical abortions to tell their story. So one thing I, I really want to uh, talk about is our new project, I Saw My Baby. So I Saw My Baby is a new, um, it's a project that we've been working on that in our first uh, first video is just out. So if you go to uh, YouTube in our YouTube channel you can go to i saw look at our video i saw my baby and it's the stories of women the heartbreaking stories of women telling their story about their chemical abortion story and that this isn't um just a blob of cells 
you know, this isn't a blob of tissue. This isn't healthcare. It's not these cute little euphemisms that we like to describe abortion and, and the, the, the other side likes to cloud this issue in. But these women are seeing their children and they're saying, it looks like a baby. This is a baby. I saw my baby. And before they're flushing their children down into the sewers uh, below the very streets that our other born children are playing on, Uh, they're seeing the full reality of what they've done and the deep regret and the deep shame that has come about that that's been caused from the abortion industry uh, is, is shown for, for what it really is. And so I, I not only think we need to show the beauty of what's in the womb, but also we need to expose the grim, horrible, grisly reality of what chemical abortion and the devastation in the stories of these women that are told. Um, The last thing I think is just challenging people to think logically. If late-term abortion is wrong, then what's changed? The only thing that's changed is just development and the, the, the size and the development of the, the child. So it's, you know, just the logic of thinking, you know, a toddler is less developed than me. I'm, I'm not less valuable or that child is not less valuable because it's smaller or less developed. So why would we think that just because a child is less developed in the first trimester that it's less gruesome or less wrong to kill a baby um, or in its early stages. So those are the three things I would say that that really needs to be driven home in the heart of, of, of this issue for us to win. We are so glad you're enjoying Conversations with Craig. Your experience doesn't have to stop here. To stay connected with other listeners, hear about current events affecting your family, and to share pictures and videos with your friends, follow Family Policy Alliance on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Check out the links in the show notes, and we'll see you online. That's that's so powerful, AJ. Um, and, and very important, I think. And I know that you all have, have been speaking out to in, in light of, for those in our audience who, who don't know, um, the FDA over time has made it easier and easier to get access to abortion pills, um, and including you can order them, order them by mail now. Mm-hmm. Um, and even now, um, local pharmacies could become, um, could become abortion pill dispensers. Um, and of, of course, there's there's lawsuits going on about this, and we have some friends at ADF who are doing some incredible work. But right now, that's that's still the the, the present reality. Um, so I'd love to give you just a second to to talk about how how you've been pushing back on that, AJ. Yeah, sure. So um, this is a a great. I mean, this is really what's heating up right now in the culture war is the, this issue. As you know, a federal judge in Texas, Judge Kazmarek. Um, ruled that this pill was illegally approved by the FDA uh, back into the year 2000. I don't want to bore you with a lot of the history of that, but um, basically the original approval process was denied because they said it was not safe and effective. And then a few months later, 
they pushed this through in an emergency authorization originally designed for things like AIDS epidemic and like pandemics. So uh, that's how this pill got approved. And then unfortunately, you know, this was almost immediately challenged. APLOG, I think, uh, was one of the organizations that, that yes. challenged the approval of this. Uh, but Judge Kaczmarek, in his own words, uh, so the question is now is like, why is this finally in 2023 coming through to the federal courts? And Kaczmarek's response to that was that uh, the FDA stonewalled judicial review for about 16 years when they were required to uh, to respond within like 180 days. And so I, I, in my opinion, I think what we're seeing is a very politicized FDA uh, that is um, really hell bent on on pushing uh, abortion pills through the market, uh, shoving it down the you know, ramrodding it through the FDA process and then shoving it down the, the throats of, of women. Uh, we've seen them time after time, 2016 and then again in 20 and 20, 2020 and 21, relaxing the safety standards. In 2016, instead of hearing the uh, judicial review of, of this challenge to FDA approval, they just um, in the same time, relaxed a, a lot of the safety standards that they had in place. Originally, this was only approved to seven weeks. They extended it to 10. Um, they eliminated the need for uh, only doctors to prescribe this pill, which is just horrifying. Um, they uh, used to have to only be have this pill in, in three over over the course of three days to, to be monitored. They completely eliminated that down to one day. And then 2020, um, they, uh, they basically made this, even the in-person dispensing, uh, completely eliminated that. Oh, um, by the way, you used to have to had an ultrasound to check, you know, are, are, are do you have an ectopic pregnancy? And they eliminated the need for 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 that even also. So this along the way, it, we're just seeing an increasingly politicized, radicalized um, federal government with zero to little oversight, and uh, it's resulted in what five point four, five point five, five point six million children. Uh, now half the babies in our country are being uh, killed by abortion and uh, chemical abortion and so um that's that's horrifying and then we're also seeing you know 28 women now they're saying uh, once one source says had been associated with the death of 28 women uh, 28 mothers who've taken this pill uh with countless i mean uh, one source is six percent of of the women who take this pill end up in some type of emergency care very dangerous pill, uh, and and uh, yeah, we need to be exposing this. These are a lot of things that we're doing to put pressure on not only the big pharma, but then also on a lot of the um, these pharmacies now that are getting on board to potentially even distribute this abortion pill on every street corner. So we time time. Uh, time's high for us to to get involved. I think and yes, it is. And, and and for for our audience, 
Uh, just like a couple a couple resources for you if you're wanting to engage on this. Um, you can visit our action center and there's a place you can actually send a message to a pharmacy um, and just let them know what you think about this issue. The other uh, resource for you if you're interested in, in the legal aspect of this and what's going on with the lawsuit, uh, we did an interview with Alliance Defending Freedom and a blog um, a couple weeks ago. We'll put that link in the comments and you, you can check that one out there. Um, but wow, AJ, I think, I, I think you did, a, did a, just a great job um, summarizing that, sharing really how uh, horrific this, this pill regimen is. Um, and people don't, people don't even realize it. So I, I, I always like to conclude by, with some encouragement for our audience. And I, I think we, we've been talking a lot throughout this episode about, um, about educating the public, about what, what we can do to change hearts and minds. So maybe in light of that, what is your encouragement for someone who's listening to this and says, I just want to just change one, one person's mind, or I, I, just, I just want to make, make a dent um, in the conversation, what's your encouragement to them? That's good. I, I um, would say a few things. First of all, I mean, it's amazing how many people change their minds about abortion when they see our content and they see videos about it. So the number one thing I would say is share the baby Olivia video. If you go to babyolivia.liveaction.org, um, you that has about our baby Olivia video has all the people that have uh, medical experts that have reviewed it um, and has an in, just that video you saw the state of our kind of interactive uh, uh, sorry animation narrated animation video that incredibly changes minds about abortion if you want to get involved with becoming like a either a digital kind of activist you know sharing our content and getting involved with um, an online force like say you're you don't have time to get involved um, in boots on the ground you don't have time to go on a rally or you know start a pro-life group and you're maybe just a you know a wonderful soccer mom <laughs> you wanting to do something uh you can get a hold of us we have a digital advocacy program in the you know as you're raising your children you can get involved and do digital activism uh as a pro-life activist just by using the the benefit of technology and social media. So uh, we have our ambassadors program you can get involved with that I actually oversee our digital ambassadors program. You can do that. Or if you want to do more stuff, say you want to get involved and be more of the in-person kind of boots on the ground activism, get a hold of me. I am the director of activism now at Live Action. So I'll put you to work and um, you can go to liveaction.org and really uh, get resources, get educated, and uh, share the, the content. We have amazing news at Live Action News, some of the, the best content uh, around to expose the lies and create a cultural life. That's fantastic. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And thank you for coming on, AJ, uh, just for, for everything you've shared here. I, I think there's a, a lot, a lot we've unpacked here, a lot of lessons um, for how we can change hearts and minds. And uh, for, for those of you watching, yes, do get involved with live action. Do check out their videos. Do go and share that baby Olivia video. Um, I think it is, is just so, so powerful. Um, if you're watching this and you want to learn more about Family Policy Alliance, we'll have the, the links in the captions. Be sure to follow us 
Um, and if you can share this video, uh, the the reality is that the social media companies don't like us. They don't like pro-life content and they will do everything they can to suppress it. So uh, the only way to get messages like this one out and, and to get uh, get AJ's message out there is actually to hit share. So if you can hit the share button, uh, like and comment, that'll help make sure that more people see this. Uh, be sure to follow us on um, your favorite podcast platform as well, where you can get audio versions of all these interviews and listen to them on the go. Uh, again, I'm Meridian Baldacci, I'm Director of Strategy at Family Policy Alliance, and we'll see you next time. Brought to you by Family Policy Alliance. Our vision is a nation where God is honored, religious freedom flourishes, families thrive, and life is cherished.